0: We are three lines down. We are in the sugya of when do we say Mashibah the We just quoted a few she taught. The Bihudab bin was the sheet that said you started on day two, based on the remez of Nisukhamayim, uh, which starts on day two of Sukkot, the Extra Mim. And then on day 6, the extra yud, un sachea, and the kibesh patam, the extra mem on day 7. And since the name starts on day 2, we start Mishapuram and the Geshim on day 2. Rabbi Akiva says you started on day 6, based on the word on day 6 in, in uh, the Torah, un sachea, which means shneenesachi. Tanya Rabbi Natan Rabbi Natan says, Bakodesh is by the Korban Tamim. Hasich uh, Nesech, Shekhal Hashim. Hasech Nesek is a double language. Peshnei Nesukhim hakatub vedaber. Echad Yisukha Maim ve Echad Yisukha Yaayin. So you see Hasech Nesek, it's two libations. One wine, one water. Ema Tervayu Dechamra. Who told you maybe they both wine. Im ke nechtot o Hasech Hasech. O Nesek Nesek. May Hasech Nesek. Shmat Mina. Had DeMaya. V'had Dechamra. The fact that Torah uses a different nation. Hasech Nesek. That teaches me one is wine, and one is water. Okay, now we go back to what we learned above. In Adetna we have a Mishnah Maseh of Sukkot. Mayim Kol Shiva. Oh. Nisukha Mayim the Gemara we learned in Sukkot, it's, it's actually a Mishnah, that the Nisukha Mayim the Mitzvah is all seven days of Sukkot. Ma'ani, who's the author of that Mishnah? Ida B'Yoshua, if it's Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Yoshua said, What? That you don't start mentioning Haskarat Geshamim only from the time when you put down the Lulav, which is the last day. So therefore, Nema Hadjumah. So therefore, the Mishnah should have said that Nisuchamim is only one day, meaning on the seventh day of Pesach. It seems that Mashiva Ruach and Nisuchamim go together. Because that's what you see from Rabbi That's what you see from Rabbi Akiva. That there's a link between them, so therefore, if the bee, um Yeshua said yeshua Barom on the last day so that means Mishuk HaMai should only be one day so the Mishnada says it's seven cannot be the be Ida I Akiva or Rabbi Akiva says you start doing Mishuk on day six Trey Yome because he says Mashiach Barom and Yeshua was on day six so therefore it's only two days ida Rabi Ben Betera where he says that what that the is of Mayim starts on day two so Shita Yome so therefore the only time that you're doing Mishuk is for six days so therefore 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 we do not have an opinion that says Mashimura Omni Geshem is seven days. So therefore who is the author of the Mishnah in Masekhad Sukkah? That says that the Sukhamayim He's going to say it's really seven days. Even though the remes doesn't start until day two. What does it say? Mm-hmm. He holds that they used to take a log of water and they used to pour it on the Mizbeah all eight days, including Shemini Aseret. Now, the Yehudah agrees to the Yehudah that on Shemini they used to pour water. But he says you just start on day two. So from day two to day eight is seven days. So therefore when the Mishnah says to the Maseke of Sukkan it's here from day two two to eight which is seven days. Umma Pikrishon he just takes out day one and he puts in instead day eight. So Rabbi says Umma Shena. Rishon de Why did he take out day one? Because when did the remez of mayim begin? On day two. That's why he takes out day one. So that's the case. Where did he get day eight? The remez of mayim ends on day seven. So therefore, just like he takes away day one. For so the reason, because the the Mayim, the doesn't start till day two. So the Kawala'i shouldn't include day eight, because there's no Rim is on day eight. The Rim is on day seven. Oh, So therefore, the Mishnah cannot be like the Bi'udah. So we're asking a question again. The Mishnah, Masak, and says, Who is it going like? Ela, Rabbi Yoshua. Now wait, Rabbi Yoshua said, you don't start saying Mashim till the seventh day. So you put down the lulav. So the Kaorah, Nisukhamayim, it goes with Meshav HaRosh only me one day. V'Nisukhamayim, Koshifah, El-Ketagim, Yilah. Nothing to do with anything. It's Al-Aqam HaShem Shinai. Meshav HaMeshem starts on day seven. And Nisukhamayim is a deen Al-Aqam HaShem Shinai that says what? That you start to uh, do it for seven days. The Amar Rabbi Ami. Amar Rabbi Ami, 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 Those are the ten uh, saplings that we say, if they're planted in a she'ud of a betze'ah, you're allowed to plow the entire field until Erev Rosh Hashanah of the seventh year. Because normally we start uh, the laws of Shemitah a little earlier. But since these saplings, if you're not going to plant, if you're not going to plow them, so they're going to get ruined. So, therefore, the law is you're allowed to plow up until Moshe We'll see that in Nashi in a second. Arava, that was the law that the Kuhanim used to walk around in the Mizbeyah with Aravot on Sukkot. And the to pour water on the seven days. Okay. Now let's read the Rashi. Rashi says, But he still holds that is all seven days. According to Bidi the Ateshapir, it works out good. Because the Biri said what? The Bidi said that it's on the first day. So for sure you say it's on the first day. So therefore Nisukaman can be all seven days. So there's no question that the Mishnah can be like the Aizir. That wasn't a that wasn't a doubt. <laughs> because the B'udah says day two, and the B'udah says day six. So, why didn't, why didn't the Gimbalaj just say it? it's like the B'udah? You tell me. It cannot be like the B'udah. It cannot be like the B'udah. Maybe it can be like the B'udah. Just say simple. It's like the B'udah. Doesn't the B'udah say you start saying Mashimudah on the first day of Sukkot? So, the first day of Sukkot, so therefore the, the Sukkot starts on the first day of Sukkot, and you do it for seven days. Then, if I die, it'll be that wasn't the question. But the Mishnah can be the even according to the the Mashmalan. Aval can be with according to the cannot establish it. Why? He clearly learns that his starts on. Day two and that's where he learns from. Yeah, because if he's learning it from day two, so it's only six days. The He doesn't add the eighth day either. It's from two to seven. So therefore it's only six days. He learns that the starts on According to it can work. That what? that although he says that Nisukhamah that Meshul Rav starts on the last day so that's nothing to do with anything Meshul starts on the last day Nisukhamah can be all seven days two separate laws one is the law Meshul Rav De Gershem one is the law The Rav De Kelada. when it comes to Meshul of the we don't mention it on the Hag why? So mentioned on the last day, Avan Yisuka Maayim Why Gemara Gamila? We have a traditional Gemara uh, So again, it comes out of big Hadusha according to Rashi. The Mishnah in Maseket Sukkah could be Pasht like Rabbi Yisrael. That goes without saying. The Hadushas it can even be going like the B Yoshua, uh, but it cannot be going like Rabbi Dama Betera or Rabbi Akiva Rashi. Even though normally we stop plowing 30 days before the Shemitah, because you're not going to plow the whole field, even not directly under the tree. We let you plow the whole field. Because if you're not going to plow the whole field, the saplings will die. And of course they have said... Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. Rabbi Uda Meves, according to the Blaider, Rabbi Uda Meves, Mishum and Rabbi Yosua, Avay Nefnei Ativa, Biyom Tov, Acharon Shelchan, Acharon Mazkir, Harishon Eno Mazkir. Biyom Tov Harishon Shel Pesach, Harishon Mazkir, Acharon Eno Maskir. So we saw Rabbi Uda, the name of Rabbi Yosua, that he says the changes happen in Musaf of of Shemini um, Atzeret. And in Musaf of Kippur, uh, Musaf of Pesach. Now, that was the same Reb Yehuda of our Mishnah, but now it says Reb the, the name of the Yehoshua. So the Gemara is bothered. Which Reb Yoshua is this? Hey, Reb Yehoshua, It can't be Reb Yehoshua of the Mishnah. He says that you start mentioning it on the last day. Now, last day is mashma, even in shachrit. The beishuad mishnah didn't say anything about musaf. He said yom tov aradon. So, and the Uda is telling me it's musaf. So it can't be the Rabbi of the mishnah, and the Rabbi of the brayta can't be the Rabbi of the brayta also, because he said mishachat hanachato. That's on the seventh day when you put the lulav down, not on the eighth day. So it can't be him either. and naruida Ha detanya Rabbi Yehuda Omen mishum ben betera Rabbi Yehuda Said in the name of Ben betera Same thing. That the, the Musaf Of Musaf makes the changeover On Shemini Aseret. The Musaf Well Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Ben Betera, who is Ben Betera? Hey, Ben Betera! Is Mar Rabbi Ben Betera? It can't be Rabbi Yehuda Ben Betera. Ha, Amar Beshini B'Hagul He says you do it on the second day. So Yehuda says, Amar Rav Nachman Ben Yitzhak. So the Nachman Ben Yitzhak answers, Teheh the Rabbi Yoshua Ben Betera, which means the Rabbi Yoshua of the Braiter. And this Ben Betera, the bride that we just quoted, is actually a rabbi called the be Yoshua Ben Betera. It's a new rabbi. Sometimes we call him the Yoshua, the de karile Bishmeh The Abba, and sometimes we call him by his father's name, Ben Betera. Why would we do that? So before he got semicha to be a dayan, so they call him Ben Betera. Ah, the batav lesemichu. Et they gave him so they called him Rabbi Yoshua. So therefore, Rabbi Yoshua metera. It's a new opinion, and therefore, both opinions of Rabbi Yehuda, in the name of Rabbi Yoshua, or Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Bet- Ben Betera, it's the same opinion. It's basically Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Yosheva, Ben Betera. Okay, Tana. Yumara says we have a blight. Betalu You don't have to mention ever about the dew. nor do you have to mention about the winds. Meaning you never have to say nor do you ever have to mention That's If he wants to mention it, no problem. What's the reason why it's not mandatory? So he says they never stop which means if they would stop the world would not be able to exist rain, you need it in its time which is the winter so therefore Gamim said in the time of the rain you stop mentioning it it's like an appeasement but these items over here whether you mention it or not the world cannot exist without it nor does it have a time it's so a time sensitive. Every day there's wind. Every day there's dew. So therefore, there's no uh, n- uh, 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 there's no necessity to mention it in the prayer at all. Now, who told you that the dew never stops? How do you know that the dew falls every single day of the year? He made a swear to Ahab Because uh, Ahab was doing Abu Dazar, huh? So Eliyahu Rabbi said that's it There's not going to be any dew Or any rain I'm taking it away uh, For three years There was a famine So it says Ahab finally Buckled And uh, he told Eliyahu Rabbi bring it back so the Pasuk says, God tells the be, Lech el Go tell Akav. Go see Akav. Vetena tell al I'm going to bring back the rain. What do you mean the rain? It should say you're going to bring back the rain and the dew. But it doesn't say it's going to bring back the dew. Why? Baita'ama Rishum The dew never stopped in the first place And therefore the rain stopped So what do you see over here You see over here that dew never stops Because when they were returning it God didn't say and tell him bring back the dew Because the dew never left Wait, the dew never left So what is the hour to be making a swear for How can he swear to take away the dew If the dew never never goes away It's going to stay this word what meant to Afidu tal lo ate. Which is the certain tal that's called tal bracha that causes a growth of the vegetation. Which means even though tal doesn't stop however tal bracha can stop. But they do every single day. But tal bracha can stop. So the Gibrach says hadre le tal Bracha. So the took away the tal of Beracha, so why didn't God say, Go tell A'av, we're bringing back the tal of Beracha? Because it wouldn't have been noticeable. A'av sees dew coming down every single day. You can't recognize which one is regular tal and which is tal of Beracha. So said, All right, We're bringing back the tal. Ahab said, Hey, it never left. So, therefore, in order not to give Ahab any opening on something that's not recognizable, the rain was recognizable. It didn't rain for three years. So, when Boreal Allah started bringing back the rain, Ahav realized that that was from God. But if God would have said to every hour, tell me I'm bringing back the dew, uh, Ahav could have been cynical and said, you never took it away. Because when you look at the dew, you cannot tell what type of dew it is. But indeed, God did take away the tal of but there was tal every single day. says, Ruhot. How do you know that the winds do not stop? I'm going to be Yeshua ben David. I'm going Meshem. God says, I scattered you in the four corners uh, of the Shamayim. What was the prophet saying? In the Machi Kamalu Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He said that maybe God was telling Bnei Yisrael the following: the I scattered you in the four corners of the earth. Now if that's the case that I scattered you in the four corners, The pastor says, If it's in the four corners, it should said, If it's in the four corners, it should have said, the Jewish people are like the wind. That just like the world cannot exist without wind, so too the world cannot exist without Am Yisrael. So that's a proof that the winds also do not stop. That she writes, Be'lo Yisrael, she'en ha'olam mitkayem, e'la Yisrael. The world exists only for Israel. I scattered you on the four corners of the earth so you'll exist. And therefore, Am uh, is all over the world, uh, and that reminds us that Am it's just like the wind. That's just like the wind is indispensable to the world. So to Am Israel, indispensable as well. Kabbalat HaNes says Amar bi Oh, very important Berachah now Hilchah. Be during the summer, meaning from Pesach to Sukkot. Amar mashivaruach em azirimoto. He says mashivaruach and the Berachah merchan tametim. You don't make him go back because he's not saying anything wrong. Every day there's wind. Amal Murida Geshem, but between Pis and Skur, if he said Murida Geshem, Machazilim Oto, because it's a Kilala. If he says something in the Tefillah that's a Kilala, we're going to make him go back. Again, in the winter, if he didn't say Meshivaruah and Maazrimoto, again because it doesn't stop anyway. Lo Amar Muridagesh, he might have didn't in the winter Maazrimoto. Why? Because you want him to pray according to the Halakha. We want him to say Vedo Odeila Afidu Amar. Even if he did the opposite, Maavira Ruah, God take away, takes away the wind. Umaflia Chataru, and he removes the do E Maazrimoto, because it doesn't matter. Doesn't stop. Don't care what he says, ma'avir. It's not going to make a difference. That is the sugya, the way we understand the Now we need to do the Tosafot. We need to do the Tosafot. Let's read the big one here. Okay. You can say, doesn't matter. You can say it anytime, even in the summer. It doesn't stop. But if you said, in the summer months, let's say you didn't say anything. You didn't say, Gesham. you didn't say, tal. Because nothing is better than saying something wrong. To say, Geshem, that's a problem in the summer months. But if I didn't say anything, I said, I skipped the whole line. You're wrong, you should have said something, but you didn't say anything wrong. If he didn't say ruah in the winter, no problem. Lo amar murid a geshem, machazilim otto. But if he didn't say murid geshem, they make him go back. Akhen, im amar murid a tal bimot a geshemim, em machazilim. Okay, we understand that if he said murid tal, we're not going to make him go back either in the winter. Because what he said is true. Im safeq im iskid im laf, im eno zokher, he doesn't know what he said during the Mote Geshameen. we okay, He doesn't know what he said. We say for the first 30 days, he probably said what he's used to saying and therefore we make him go back the first 30 days because again according to the Tosafot you must mention Mashim Baruch and if you didn't mention Mashim Baruch in the Yashim, you have to go back so therefore if in the first 30 days after when you start saying Baruch, you think you don't know what you said so therefore in that case over there you assume that you said what you normally say you didn't say Mashi V'alurach you didn't say Mashi because till now was the summer and therefore you're, you're, you're trained not to say it so therefore until 30 days you can assume that you did not say Geshem and if you didn't say Geshem you didn't say these are the Pesukim we said we're going to say it so I'm not saying it to wow he has a sepik if he says it now we know that's understand our halakha Because we know that those Pesukim are not deal breakers But Tosfut saying that if he has a effect Even on those Pesukim We would have to repeat Amida, Because we assume he didn't say it It was the Geshem It was the winter uh, You mentioned Tal What is that Tal? And ma'azrim Oto Ah, this is and this is how we hold by the way. If you didn't say Mashima Rom in the winter, but you said what you're You're okay. Of course you didn't say anything wrong, even though you didn't ask what you were supposed to. Betal Kish but if you mentioned in the summer, Oh so it says, which means the Gemara says you can mention Tal and and, and, and Nuach all year long. So why can't you mention Geshemim all year long? The Gemara Shami says which means It's better not to mention anything Which means, if the guy didn't say anything, no problem. But to say something wrong is worse. That's Yerushabli. So when you don't say anything, Geshem, in the winter, you said Moridah Tal instead. Okay, no problem. He said Tal, it's true. But to say Geshem in the summer, that's a bigger problem. Hayashiach Betal. Now let's say it was the summer. Lo is Kirtal velo Geshem. You didn't say anything. (laughs) Now in the winter the says, you mentioned ta', but you didn't say Geshem. Em Why? Because you didn't say anything wrong. Oh, uh, but we learned that what that if you don't we just looked that if you didn't say in those, in the winter, you have to go back. So he says, That's where you didn't say anything. But if you said Tal, it's better. That means in the winter, what's saying, if you said nothing, that's a problem. But if you said It's and you're better because at least you said something. That's how we reconcile. When does the Gemara say if you said Meshi'vun the Geshem, if you said Geshem, well you didn't say Geshem, you have to go back? That's when you didn't say anything. But if you said something that even though you didn't say Geshem, you're okay. <speaking language> La'olam Which means if you always say you never get into a problem. But you can say in the summer, and even if you say in the winter, it's still okay. You'll, you'll, you'll never get into a problem. Safik amar, Safik lo amar. Exactly. I'm never getting into a that Did I say it? Did I say it? Because if you always get into the habit of saying "mudat tal," you always covered. You can't make a mistake. So that's a very, very important uh, uh, Tosafot over Tosafot so Yerusha over here is again that which Al Gemara says: if you didn't say Mashiva over the you have to go back in the winter. That's when you didn't say anything. But based on Yerushalmi. That if you said muri Tal Even though you didn't say Geshim, You're still okay So Moridat Tal saves you So that's why the Rabbi of the Tuzavot says uh, You're better off uh, Always saying Moridat So you can never have a problem What did I say? You know you said Datal, Tal In the summer Moridat Tal is perfect And in the winter it saves you Now what is the halacha? That is the question So let's open up Shohan for a second And let's look at the halacha. Uh, you have yeah, the halacha in front of you? Yeah. I'll we'll have to find out where Amishnabu and Azhar are here in Lawrence. If are over here. Okay, I think it's what? Kufyud Dalid? Kufyud Should be Kufyud Dalid. perfect that's like רבי uh, יהודה beautiful okay then that halacha that we saw today Gimal. He didn't say the word ruach". Em ha'zirimoto, good because ruach always happens anyway. Vehem betal, im iskiro be motegeshamim, no problem. Or lo iskiro motachama, em ha'zirimoto because tal always is uh, is falling anyway. Alachah dalit, im amar muridageshim be motachama ma ha'zirimoto because that's a deal breaker because it's a kidala. Okay, go to here. That's only when he didn't mention Tal Sound familiar? That's the Tosafot Based on Yerushalmi And if you look at the Tet in Be'er HaGolah Tur so Be'shem Yerushalmi We saw it in the, in the Tosafot Amalim Eskir Tal Em Mahazirim Oto. So the It's a like a Okay, fine. She didn't say anything wrong. We need to see chav. We just saw That's fine. Okay, and then the next harakah is the next harakah. So that's a very important rakah. So technically, seferadim will not have a problem uh, in the winter. Because we're saying one of the two. People, we're used to saying one of the two. We don't just skip that section in totality. We either say, over the Geshem, or Meredar Tal. So you can't go wrong. Min if you say over the Geshem in the winter, perfect. If you say Muridatal, Tal, you're also okay, continue Askanadim will have a problem. Because they don't say Tal. They only say So, therefore, if they didn't say then we didn't say anything. So, they have to have a problem. But Askanadim and I to have an issue on this. Is that understood? Yes. That's it, because we always say either or. So, the only time we'll have a problem is in the summer months. That if you said. both have a problem. Again? The problem is it. We don't have a problem. In the summer, yeah, of course. If, if not, do I mean. Geshem. If they said Geshem in the summer. Yeah. yeah, we we both have that problem because we both can make that mistake, but we will not have a problem in the winter because no matter what we say, we'll be okay. But they don't say okay. So therefore, they can run into a problem uh, in the uh, in the winter by not saying anything. Tal, they're not going to say, because they never say Tal. And Geshef, if they forgot to say, then they're going to have to go back. Are we clear on this? We are continuing on Gimal Amudbet, Tanah. When it comes to mentioning God's ability to bring clouds, and God's ability to bring wind, there is no obligation to mention it in the Amidah. Of course we mention rain, Mashiva Ruah Geshim, Geshim we mention. But Ruach, although we say it, Mashiva it's not obligatory, nor do we have any mention of clouds. The askir, Maskir. Of course, if you want to mention it, you could mention it, but you're not obligated. Because it never stops. So you don't have to pray for something that has to exist. Wind and clouds happen every single day. Where rain, there's a season for it So therefore you have to mention it You have to pray for it But something that the world cannot exist without So therefore there's no reason to mention it Because it's going to happen nonetheless So the Gibrach says What are you telling me? Are telling me that wind and clouds never stop? It says in the Pesuch This is the pasuk we say In the Kiryat Shema everyday And God is going to Stop the heavens Stop the heavens from what? So the Gemara says, "Menavim menaduhot." He's going to stop the heavens from clouds and wind. That's Now, why is that? You're saying that when it says Va'asat it means some clouds and wind, or Maybe it means that God's gonna stop the uh, heavens from giving rain. Who said you say he's talking about uh, It says already So rain already is mentioned. What does mean? So now we have a double question. You told me a second ago, winds don't stop. But I have a pasuk that says, that the wind does stop. You told me clouds don't stop. But now I have a pasuk that says it does stop. Now how are you going to square that off? So the governor says, there's no question against the clouds. The rabbis are going to answer like this. There's some clouds that always exist, and there's other clouds that stop. But since there's a certain brand of clouds that always exists, therefore the rabbis did not mandate to mention it in the tefillah. What are those clouds? Mm-hmm. What is half as she says? The clouds that come before the rain. So the clouds that come before the rain, they always exist. However, afle, these are clouds that come after the rain and they have a benefit there's a benefit the Gemara will tell us for these clouds that come after the rain those clouds are able to stop but since there is a cloud that never stops the type of clouds that come before rain so therefore the Gemara says you don't have to rain So when the said, God says I'm going to stop the clouds from coming that's only referring to the secondary clouds but the primary clouds that come before the rain those never stop now the Gemara says Ruhot, is not a question either there's two types of winds There's a normal wind that comes every day Every day has a certain amount of wind That's called A common wind Those winds happen every single day Then there's what's called sheena That's like a gale force wind Or a gust or you know tornado things like that. So those don't happen every single day. <laughs> so therefore, there are certain type of winds that are constant, and certain type of winds that are not. So when the pasuk says I'm going to stop the winds. It's referring to Ruach the wind that's not coming, but a wind that's coming, a normal wind that happens every single day. So the governor says she'ena Now, why? Why would there be a benefit to have a gust or gale wind? That God says, if you don't behave, I'm taking away those winds Take them away forever, that's not a threat As if it's a benefit <laughs> God says, <laughs> you better keep them as wood Otherwise there's not going to be strong winds So the Gemara says, it's good for bedare Bedare is the winnowing process When you're in the farm and you have the wheat so they thresh the wheat Now you have lying on the ground Wheat kernels and chaff Now you have to separate it How are you going to separate the wheat from the chaff So what they did in the olden days They throw them up in the wind And the wind comes and blows away the chaff And the wheat which is a little heavier Falls down That's called the winnowing process So the Gebra says is, Ruach She'en HaMetsuya Is beneficial Because the uh, farmers use it to winnow their, uh, uh, their crop so the says, But even if God takes it away, it's not the end of the world. Why? Because you could use a manual uh, sifter. Which means you, you could winnow uh, with, a, with a vessel. That's why God could take that wind away, although the farmers won't be happy, but it's not going to destroy the world. There's still, a, there's still another option. But on the regular winds, it seems the world needs a circulation of, of air going constant, and that God will not take away at all. So the Gemara then says, Tana ha'aviv ha'ruhot Everybody knows the benefit of rain. But the Gemara is telling us something you might not be aware of. That clouds and wind are secondary to rain. As much as rain is beneficial, if you want to make a list of things of importance, number one is rain. Number two would be clouds and wind. Why? That when you have wind... Uh, that comes after the rain, and you have clouds that come after the rain, somehow that's beneficial to the crop. So the Gemara says, What are you talking about? It should be the opposite. You tell me that if, it, if there's wind after a rain, it's a good thing? God says, "I'm In the curses, I'm going to make the rain turn into dust and dirt. That's referring to wind after the rain. Why is wind after the rain negative according to this Because now you have rain. So now all the earth is moist. What happens when the wind comes? The wind blows the dirt and now it attaches itself to the wheat. And now, once there's dirt on the wheat, it becomes sickly. And therefore you're telling me that wind after rain is a great thing, the Gemara is a curse. It causes the dirt now to stick to the, to the crops, yeah. and they become ruined. Okay. So the Gemara says, <laughs> It depends how it comes. Okay, one second. One second lecture vote on the gebra comes along and gives an answer the gebra says it depends how it comes which means uh, when the rain comes down uh, soft and then the wind that blows after it is not detrimental. Had when it comes down strong, and then you have a wind after it, so that's a problem. Which means um, it depends on the type of rain that happens. If it's a light rain, so the wind after it will not be detrimental. But if it's a strong rain, so then the wind that's after it will be detrimental. Okay. Kamza Gamaran says the Amarav you that zika mitra ki mitra. The Ebra says a wind after the rain Is just as valuable as the rain itself Eibad batar mitra, ke mitra. Clouds after the rain Is also just as valuable as rain batar mitra, Sun after it rains mitra. That's like two rains Okay, you have to be a meteorologist to appreciate all these things. But the Gemara is telling you that when these things happen, they are beneficial. The said, what's bad? You tell me everything's good. Wind after the rain, clouds after the rain, sun after the rain. So the Gemara says the That's the lightning that comes at night. and the sun that peaks through the clouds. When you have. Partly cloudy skies And you have some sun that's piercing through the clouds That's not beneficial When you have a sunny day or you have a cloudy day That's okay, but when you have clouds and sun together So then it's not beneficial for the crops The Gimera says Talga is snow In Arabic, talj is the snow Snow is beneficial to the mountains Like five rains to the ground Rain is beneficial to the ground But rain is not beneficial to mountains For the simple reason There's the runoff It doesn't stick It it slides right off So how are you going to give the uh, mountains uh, Rain? How are you going to give them water? How are you going to irrigate them? So when God brings snow to the mountains That's beneficial because the snow sticks And since the snow sticks It's able to get absorbed and saturated Into the ground So the Gemara says that one snow to the mountain, this region is like five rains to the earth region, to the low region There's five different terminologies in that Pasuk when it talks about the snow And therefore we learn from there that its benefit is five times Snow is beneficial to the mountains Strong rain is good for the trees. Light rain for the fruits of what urpila. Now, sorry, for the fruits. like a mist. What is the uh, uh, benefit of the mist? So the says, you You have these little uh, seeds that are underneath the earth. And it mists, and a little water comes on them. It already causes the little seeds under the uh, ground to sprout. So Gebra says, "My pila. What kind of word is that Urpila? We never heard of that word. You tell me it's a, it's a type of seed that's underneath the ground. <laughs> Uru pile Uru means "wake up." Pile means cracks." Those little uh, 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 seeds that are in the cracks of the earth. So when the rain comes down, it's as if it's saying to it, Uru Pile, Uru, uh, 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 rise up, wake up pile, those uh, uh, cracks that have the season side of them. The Amar Rabbah, said, Haid Surban Rabbanan, Do you have a young Tamir Hakam, a young scholar? Tamir Hakam, she says, Bahur. We call a young scholar, A Sur bin Rabbanan. An old scholar is called, Zaken, uh, or Tamid Hakam. They don't use the word surba. Surba is a reference to a young scholar. So the Gibbara says, a young scholar, He's similar to a seed that's underneath the earth. In the beginning, you don't see it. In the beginning, he's inconspicuous. And all of a sudden, when he starts to become uh, a little popular, he starts to sprout. The kevat, the navat, navat. Once the seed starts to sprout, everybody sees him. So too, the tamir Hakam, the young, young one, he's to himself, he's learning. All of a sudden, the rumors start going on. You know, there's a young guy, he's very good, he's tamir Hakam. All of a sudden, his name becomes popular. Comes the Gemaran and says... If you see a Tamir Hakam A young scholar that gets angry He's, uh, he's fiery Given the benefit of the doubt <laughs> The Torah is causing him to be fiery Shana Imar which means the hakam is studying Torah all day long Torah is fire so all day long he's involved in fire so that causes his natural fire that's inside of him because everybody has a certain amount of fire inside of them they're made up of the four elements so one of the four elements is fire everybody has body heat So there is a natural fire inside the body. So those that are involved with the fire of Torah all day long, it causes the fire levels to rise a little. And therefore they might become a little uh, 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 excited excited or heated or, you know, more uh, 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 zealous uh, than the next person. So the Gemara says, give them the benefit of the doubt. That's only because they're studying Torah. The Gemara says, they're still young. As they get older, they're able to balance the uh, uh, the Torah that they're studying and keep the uh, uh, the anger or the zealous level uh, to a uh, to a minimum. tamid that eno tamid any tamid Hakam that's not tough like barzel, like steel, <laughs> is not a tamid hacham. The Gemara is saying over here. The not allowed to be wishy-washy. They have to have an opinion. Of course, when it comes to things that are critical, even though the public opinion might be against them, they have to stand uh, stand their ground and they have to be They cannot let themselves become uh, mitigated or, or, or diluted. And that doesn't mean every single day. In certain cases, where it's to the benefit of the community or the kahal, so the rabbi has to make a stand. Of course, the uh, Achamin teaches us as well that there is a famous uh, saying from Rav Salanta. Salante Rav used to say that any rabbi that at a point in his career at no point in his career the congregation was upset with them to the extent that they wanted to get rid of him. If that didn't happen to the tamid Hakam, he's not a tamid Hakam. <laughs> what does he mean to say? It means to say that uh, he's placating the peoples. So when the people say, oh, we love the rabbi. Of course you love the rabbi, because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he doesn't tell you what to do. He doesn't uh, he doesn't ruffle you. you know, he's the best rabbi. But the rabbi that gives it over the head to the people, they don't say we love the rabbi so much. They say, hey, too tough. Uh, you know, he's... So they're not That was what he said, salam to them. But then he said, and any rabbi that they succeed in... Throwing him out is not a person Which means The (laughs) Rabbi blew it That means if they succeeded to throw him out That means the Rabbi went beyond the uh, Borders Which means, means he was too tough Right. Every single day comes in with a cleaver and he's hammering the <laughs> in over the head. Once in a while, the Akam has to make a stand. So the people are a little upset. But if they eventually threw him out, that means he's not a person. Because he didn't know the sense of the, the sensitive balance between bringing the people closer and at the same time, just like parents. Too much fire. Exactly, too much fire. So the Akam has to have that uh, dog. Like parents. A parent that doesn't rebuke his child. What kind of parent? But he has the kids. The kids say, oh, we love them. <laughs> of course you love them. He doesn't know anything. But a uh, child, what do you think of your father? Oh, he's a tough guy, okay, good. that's very good, that means the father is doing uh, his job, but if uh, God forbid if the son runs away, as a result of that so then already the parent maybe didn't have the uh, balance, it's the same thing in comes the Gemara and says <laughs> you brought it from that pasuk. Now we bring it from a different pasuk. it's bricks are strong like iron or steel قالت كرأ بنيها because they built the word by the study of Torah So therefore The rabbis The boneha are strong like Barzil Ravina says don't get excited From this He starts to carry himself In a pleasant manner Which is that shouldn't be the uh, The modus of operation of a rabbi Every single day comes in Barzil He has to treat the people Barzil you have to remove Kaas from your heart. When he went to the, uh, to the burning bush, so when he gets to the burning bush, God says, Take off your shoes. What's the explanation? Because the place that Moshe Rabbeinu was standing on Was at Kodesh, Was a holy ground, hallowed ground And therefore you cannot have shoes which has Tumar on it You have to remove them from, the, uh, from, from, uh, from his legs But there's a deeper interpretation There's a Mishnah in Perkei Avot The Mishnah says in Perkei Avot keneged uram Warm yourself in front of the heat of the tamidah hachamin However, but be careful from the cold, you shouldn't get burnt. The Mishnah is telling you that just like when you sit in front of a fireplace, you have to sit in the right place in order to get the heat, but if you sit too close, you get burnt. You sit too far, you don't get the benefit. So they're saying when you're sitting with the your relationship should be that you're close enough where you get to enjoy the wisdom, but Not to become too uh, uh, pousy wousy with them Where, now God forbid You disrespect them Uh, You know, when you go, hey Rabbi Pat the guy in the back What are you doing? You wouldn't do that to somebody of stature But then again, don't sit over there in the back When it comes to the shoes, sit next to the Hakamim So the Mishnah is saying, you have to have that delicate balance So the Mishnah says, why? So the Mishnah says, if the Rabbi Gets angry And God forbid he wants to take a uh, You know, a revenge against somebody The Mishnah says That the bite Is the bite of a snake And the sting is the sting of a scorpion (laughs) And their hiss is like a fiery serpent So... They're telling the person, the Congress, Be careful, you don't want to activate that uh, That <laughs> That Akitsa <laughs> That Oh, So now Moshe Rabbeinu is going to come the, Be going to become the uh, The Rabbi, the leader of Israel So before God Is going to nominate Moshe Rabbeinu As the leader of Israel He has to tell him That you have to be a tolerant leader Because these people are going to, are going to make you crazy They're going to complain they're going to be ingrates, you're going to bring them all the uh, benefits of this world and they're going to do the Hegel, uh, you have to be tolerant, now Moshe Rabbeinu in one second can use the holy names of God and destroy the whole nation, and we know Kabbalists today that can use names of God and God forbid people don't recover, Moshe Rabbeinu certainly in one second if he wanted to take a revenge against the people... He can use the names of God or you know, look at them the wrong way and it's over. Rabbis of the Talmud were able to do that. But God tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Shal Na'alecha. You have to divest yourself from the Na'al. Na'al is a Rashidivot Meshicha. You can't be a leader if you're going to have the na'al. If every single day you're cursing them and you're opening the Sefer Torah, putting people in harem, and you're biting them, and uh, God says to be the leader of Adam you, say, you have to divest yourself from that, from that na'al. Yeah, it's, it's used in very rare situations, like we see in this in Shah in Korah. Like Korah came to usurp the entire Torah. Okay, then Moshe Rabbeinu took out his his magic wand and and put a spell on Korah and all his cohorts. But besides that, you don't see Moshe Rabbeinu praying for the death or the demise of the complainers for water. Or the complain for food and all that. They complain. God says, listen, you're like a mother. You have to nurse the child. and The, the, the baby cries. The baby spoil you a little bit. One case you see in the Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu took out now. But as a general rule, shall Naalech. And that's what the governor is saying. Although the Tamir HaKam has to be kashik in Barazel, he has to stand on his principles and now not to... No. Now it's true, exactly. But now it's a shetavot. It's a shu. It's the same thing you're hitting the It works that way also. Okay. <laughs> it works. It works.